What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You are listening to As a Woman, episode 78, Just Say No. In this episode, we are talking all about saving your yes for the things that really matter and letting go of guilt in all of the other times. Listen in now. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hey friends, welcome back to the As a Woman podcast. Today we are talking about saying no. And I know this maybe sounds like a crazy concept because of course, yes, say no to the things that you don't want to say yes to. And that sounds very, very easy in principle. And what happens is that sometimes, especially if you're a pleaser like I am, you may get into a rut of saying yes to things that do not serve you out of expectation or guilt or not wanting to cause conflict. And when we get into those moments, what happens is sometimes you say yes so often over and over and over again that you start to lose the things that make you you. You start filling up your day with things that do not serve you. And you know, my favorite question, what is your goal? Are the things you're saying yes to in line with your goals? And that's a really honest question that sometimes is really hard to answer. And it is of my opinion that one of the top reasons we get into a stage of burnout is because we start saying yes to things out of line with our goals. And then we get trapped. We have no time to explore the other things. We feel like we have obligations and are the expectation of others is that we will do these yes things. And then there's nothing left for us. There's nothing left for you to give or devote or search for in search of your goal. And none of us want to be burnt out. And I'm talking to women in medicine specifically with this statement, although I know that you can get burnt out at any time of your life in any job. I'm just a woman in medicine, so I've been in this position. You don't go through everything that we go through to get to the stage to be burnt out. Nobody wants to be burnt out. You don't give up your 20s and training, and you don't take out big student loans just to be in a place where you feel trapped. And so protecting yourself from burnout should be a priority for you. Did you just hear that? Nobody has ever said that to me before, but cultivating a life that brings you joy more than it burns you out should be a priority for you. And if you cannot spend the time to make that a priority because you're in such a big hole, you've got to get out of the hole. I have been on physician mom groups PMG is a big one and they're on Facebook groups and there's a bunch of different physicians and I usually end up causing trouble or stirring the pot on things, but there've been so, so many posts right now through COVID of doctor moms saying, I don't want to be in clinical medicine anymore. I don't want to do it. Help me. What do I do? I can't get out. 
I'm the primary breadwinner or X, Y, Z. And that's really a tough spot to be in. And I'm seeing it so often over and over again. And one thing I think is contributing is the fact that we don't protect ourselves and we allow ourselves to keep moving further and further away from where we want to go. And truly, I don't think all these women have to leave clinical medicine. I think sometimes leaving clinical medicine feels like the easy path. And I've contemplated this when I was burnt out before because clinical medicine is so corporate. They make it so hard for you. You have loans you pay back. You have a non-competes. You have non-solicits. You have, you know, areas of a restrictive covenant. You have all these things where to switch jobs sometimes is extremely terrifying. And so not to spend this whole time talking about burnout, but to say, these are the consequences of saying yes to everything. And I truly mean it because part of saying yes to everything, there are the out loud yeses. Yes, I can do that. Sure. No problem. No worries. I got it. Of course, it's not a bother. There's that person who is us when we're doing all those things. And then there's the person who says yes without saying anything at all, meaning something's not right, but you don't want to call it out. And I think that's one we've got to think about also that many of us aren't as aware of. Something is not right. And yet we let it be out of a fear of causing conflict. And my friends, that is another way of saying yes. You are allowing bad behavior, to put it no other way, just because the price of calling it out feels too great. You will cause conflict. There will now be controversy. There will be tension. You will be viewed as stirring the pot. You will be viewed as somebody who's not a team player, going against the grain, trying to change things, blah, 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 blah. But the point is, no matter what they say or what that fear barrier is, your silence is acceptance. And this goes for you in the workplace when there are things that are out of line with your goals that you do not call out or try to bring to attention or try to change. You are then complicit in your own unhappiness and your own burnout. So if I'm going to focus on that one for just a second, I was in a job right out of training and the other doctor and I practiced very, very differently from how we treated staff and treated patients and what we believed was appropriate work-life balance. And when I would say things like, I don't want to be here, you know, every other weekend all the time, or I'd like to make it home for dinner, or I don't think we should do it X, Y, Z way, or that's not how I want to do it. The response back was very often that I was not as committed as the other doctor was. And that is, should have been a huge red flag that I should have really tried to work on my exit strategy sooner. And maybe you don't always have to exit, but if we are giving grace to somebody, if you don't call those things out over and over again, you then are now saying, okay, well, this is how it is to be here and I want to be here. So I will tolerate it. And so I started to shove things under the rug. That's just how it is. Oh, I don't want to cause a scene. Oh, that's not going to be worth bringing up. Yet, then I allowed the reality of what the practice was doing and my own expectations to be really different. And I was doing nothing to change it. And that is where I became complicit 
by these silent yeses and allowing things to persist in a certain way. Instead of using my voice and my power to try to practice medicine in that scenario that was in line with my goals, I was a silent participant in silence is acceptance. So no shocker that nothing ever changed because things sometimes can change. I would like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and say, if you are an employee at a practice and you or anywhere, and you tell your boss this thing, I don't like it because of this. I don't think we're treating people right. I don't think this is cultivating a good environment, whatever. Hopefully they would be receptive to that because if your goals are the same, then they should be. I'll use medicine again because that's my world. If your goals are the same, I want to take care of patients, yet I don't want to sacrifice my family in the process. That's a super reasonable goal. And so if you can't meet in the middle on that, you're probably wasting your time. It is probably not the place for you. If there is no room for improvement of somebody else saying, wow, those are my goals too. Maybe those aren't their goals. And that is okay too. We can all have different goals in life. But if we are talking about what we were saying at the very beginning, trying to cultivate a life that brings you happiness and joy and spending your time doing things that are in line with your goals is going to help you not become burnt out and have a successful and satisfying career, that is important. The obvious one is the saying yes to things. And you will sometimes, so the other one is the silent acceptance yes. And I think that's the one a lot of us do really embarrassingly a lot of because we don't want to be seen as a bitch causing problem. So we'll just let things slide, even if it's mistreatment of others. And hopefully we are all starting to become more aware of that and not tolerate that behavior, whether it is sexism or racism or purely just how we treat other people or having the same priorities. But silent yeses matter. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperatures starting to warm up, I'm so excited that summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. 
I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Ritual. Did you know that women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? But women belong in scientific research. They're essential and Ritual knows this. I choose Ritual Multivitamin every day because it is easy to take and I know that I am getting high quality and traceable ingredients in a clean and bioavailable forms. In fact, Ritual conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy, and the results showed increase in vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. No my shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash A-A-W. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash A-A-W for 25% off. Thank you, Ritual. Your outright yeses matter too because people will start to take advantage of you. So really, 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 we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And you got to sleep during part of it. You got to eat during part of it. You hopefully will work out during part of it or take some time for you But the rest is divvied up amongst everything else that you need to be doing. And that is okay too. But what I'm telling you is that if you let little tasks fill up all those hours, all your hours are now full of things that don't matter to you as much. Where are you going to fit in the big things? When are you going to spend the time to play with your kids? When are you going to start that podcast to try to reach people? When are you going to make the time to make that informational handout for your patients? When are you going to be able to order the birthday gift for your best friend? If you fill up all your time with other crap, you're not going to have time for the things that matter to you. So I haven't done this in a really long time, but when the podcast first, first started, episode number one is called, what is your goal? And I really, really mean it. And those of you who maybe did listen, well, now it's a year and a half later. And those of you who have never listened to that episode, one, you should go listen to it. But two, I'm asking you to really think about your life and what you want to do, especially like professionally. Let's say personally is important too. You want to have a family and be a good wife or mom or whatever. But let's say professionally. What do you want to do? And can you create a goal statement? Can you put your goals 
into words so that they are a goal statement, meaning this is what you want to accomplish. And this is you putting into a sentence the things that are important to you and the things that matter to you. And so this is something you're going to have to think about. It should summarize things that make sense to you and it puts them into a sentence and it is okay for it to change. But if you take away all the fear of failing, all the expectations of what others think you should be doing, and you put them into a sentence, your actual dreams and goals without all the other stuff, what does your purpose statement, what is it? And I think you can do this personally too, especially if you're at a personal crossroads. What is really intrinsically important to you and are you living your life aligned with that? So here is mine for those of you who haven't listened to episode one. My real goal, to educate women about their health and their bodies, to understand their fertility, to empower them to make choices that align with their goals, their true self, and not what society dictates for them while being an example that you, a successful career can coexist with being a great mother. That's a mouthful, but there's a lot in there because that's really the heart of what I'm trying to do. Meaning if I get asked to do something that doesn't accomplish something in that very long sentence, why am I saying yes? Why? Because it is just pulling me away from that sentence. And I like a sentence because I think you have to work the words and really be choosy about how you're defining yourself. But you could maybe bullet point out your top three goals. And I think that is okay too. So these aren't little goals like go beyond Good Morning America or write a book. I mean, those are actual goals. This is a purpose statement that should define why these bullet points are your goals. Does that make sense? Your goals are actionable things you can accomplish or not. Your purpose statement is why you do the things you do. So write a purpose statement. What matters to you? And I want you to share it with somebody because sharing means you really mean it. So it can be me. I'm happy. My DMs are open. You can email me, put on the YouTube comments, whatever you want to do. It could be your best friend, your mom, your partner, whatever. But saying it out loud, writing it down, having purpose matters because then you can put it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror or on your laptop. And when people ask you to do something, if it's not in line with your goals, you should say no. And here is the other thing. You don't owe them an explanation. You don't have to make something up. You don't have to well, I would, but this, and I'm so sorry, apologize, apologize, apologize. Nope, zero, nada. You can just say no. No, thank you for the opportunity. I'm going to decline. And if you think it's a good thing, it's just not aligned with your purpose, but maybe it is with somebody else's, bring them up. I think that's great. I am not able to do that. However, I suggest you contact so-and-so. That is a very graceful way to keep your time protected for you if it is a good opportunity that just doesn't align with you. And the other thing is some things you'll have to say yes in that purpose statement that you don't want to. Please recognize that. If you want to be a doctor, 
So mine doesn't even mention being a doctor. Isn't that crazy? Because I've already accomplished that. This is all about being a doctor and more. But if yours, so me and, you know, med school or pre-med would have had something about becoming a doctor to do X, Y, or Z. But to be a doctor, you have to take the MCAT. You have to go to medical school. You've got to pass all these boards. Those are yeses to things in line with your purpose. Do you understand? They're not fun. Not every yes is fun, but they are in line with your purpose and they're helping you achieve your goals. So those are a yes. Now, some yeses, you might need to have a yes season. So I often will tell people when they first come out of training and it's your first year of fellowship or your first year out of fellowship, or maybe even in when you're in fellowship, those are often yes seasons because yeses can sometimes open doors that you do not see. You can't do yes seasons forever because then you won't accomplish your goals. You'll be working for others' goals. But a yes season, first year out of training, you're not going to be often as clinically busy. You're trying to make a name for yourself in your community. So say yes. Do you want to go to dinner with this OBGYN? Yes. Do you want to sit on this panel? Do you want to do this community talk? Yes. Yes. Do you want to review this book chapter? Yes. That's because in that season, it's a yes. You're going to open some other doors, make sure that your purpose statement is your real purpose. Along the way of yes seasons, you may say yes to something and you may change your life and that is okay. If you're constantly closing the door, you're never going to open it. You're never going to see what's on the other side or evolve. But if you say yes to everything, you are saying no to you some of the time. So when I get asked things and I get asked them all the time, as all of us do, I don't just universally say yes. I did for a really long time. My yes season went on way too long because I would just say, oh yeah, I'll write that blog post or I'll do this. Or I felt, I'd feel really, 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 really guilty if I said no, which is completely the wrong mindset because I am the only one putting these expectations on myself. And if I can just say no to some of them, I will free up time to do the other things in that purpose statement that are more aligned in that goal. And then I will be happier doing them. Those yes things you don't want to do, but they help you get further along in your purpose. Those are satisfying yeses. It is when you're spending your time doing things that do not serve you giving a talk about something you're not passionate about or sitting on a council or reviewing articles. If you hate that, why are you doing that? If you love to mentor, say yes to the mentor opportunities to helping with research projects, but then say no to the community service. If that doesn't light your soul on fire. So really think about you and what matters to you and what your purpose is. And then from your purpose statement, from that sentence you create, you should be able to think about a few tangible goals that you would like to achieve, whether it's in 90 days, one year, five years. And I think that they should be very concrete. And I hinted at this earlier because you can either do it or not do it. You can have a course or not have a course. You can graduate med school or not graduate med school. You can write a book or not write a book. And I don't care how big or small they are because small goals matter too, but they are goals that are in line with your purpose that will help you get to that next stage of development. And your purpose statement will probably change as time goes on too. And that is totally fine and expected. But what I really want you to do 
is I want your yeses to be things that are divvying up those few hours you have of every day into pushing you further along in your own purpose. And you can't do that if you don't know what your goals are. If you don't know what your purpose is, you can't say yes to just those things. You will end up saying yes to everything, which means you're truly saying yes to nothing that matters to you. So I think that you have to understand, one, not all yeses are going to be fun. In residency, you're trying to be an OBGYN, you're going to say yes to deliver every baby because that experience will help you on your purpose and in your goals. But when you're out, do you have to say yes to every opportunity, to every talk, to every panel, to every collaboration, to everything that's out there? I'm certainly not PTA president. All my friends know that for sure. But I think that you need to know what are the things that are really going to help you get to that next stage and then say yes to those. In reality, you are saving your yeses for you. That's really what I want to push you all to do and to be thinking about. So I want you to write a purpose statement. I want you to think of some tangible goals, a 90-day goal, a one-year goal, and a five-year goal. I want you to write them down and share them. I want you to think about every time you're asked for something before you just say yes, I want you to think about, is it helping anything on that list? I want you to be aware of all of the things in your life, especially professionally, that you are giving silent yeses to. And I want you to start to use your voice because it's your most powerful tool is your own voice. And I want you to use it to stand up for you and to stand up for others. And lastly, I want us to stop apologizing for saying no. Stop apologizing for being honest. Stop apologizing for your existing or your opinions or your goals or your purpose. If you type an email and it goes, I'm sorry, so sorry, just blah, 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 just delete it out, okay? You can state how you feel and you can turn somebody down without an apology. Do it with grace. Bring another woman up into the game if you think it's a good opportunity just out of line with your own. And that is how we can start to use our time to best serve our own purpose. But remember first, you must identify it. Thank you so much, friends. I appreciate you so much. Please know how much you all mean to me. I just got bajillions of requests for episodes, and that means so much. I'm content planning into 21. So if you have things that you would like to hear or think about, please, please, please let me know. And just means so much to have all your support and love. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. The podcast is over there too, in case you want to see a behind the scenes version. You can follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD. You can also go to the links through my Instagram bio. You can see the website. You can sign up for the vegan starter guide, all kinds of things. But more than anything, just say no if it's not a yes for you. Bye, friends. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. I'm Brian Halfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. 
Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join the collective.